Hi friends, welcome along. This is the Influence Podcast. If you're looking to inspire more people, have a positive impact on a global scale, build an influential and magnetic brand, and build a profitable business with your unique gifts and talents, then the Influence Podcast is for you. I'm your host, Jake Adam Davey, former high school French and Spanish teacher turned international speaker, online business coach, and Instagram growth and monetization enthusiast. You can find tools, resources, and so much more on the website, jakeadamdavy.com. And you can also say hello on Instagram, at jakeadamdavy. Please also, if you're enjoying the podcast, do feel free to leave a review. The more stars, the better, of course. But equally, if you're not enjoying it, you are still invited to leave a review. The one thing I would also ask is, of course, sharing is caring. So if you've listened to something or heard something in the podcast that you think you've enjoyed or would be useful and beneficial to other people, then please do hit that share button and pass it on to somebody that you know. I'd be so very, very grateful and so thankful if you did. Now let's dive in with today's episode on the Influence Podcast. Okay, hello, welcome along. This is episode 102 of the Influence Podcast. And today I am extremely excited to introduce Phoebe Lay to the Influence Podcast. Let me give a quick intro firstly to Phoebe before we dive in. So Phoebe is a social media marketing mentor. She's a speaker, author, trainer, coach for small, medium enterprises and growing organizations. Phoebe's also the director of her own marketing agency, Thrive and Shine Co., uh, where she helps business owners and companies scale their online presence using her seven-step marketing framework. We're going to have a chat about that later. Uh, she provides both organic and paid social media marketing strategies to help her clients generate leads and connect with high-quality prospects. Phoebe combines her strategic approach with her expertise in Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn to assist entrepreneurs thrive with, with their, the confidence and the roadmap to do so. So whether you're looking at organic lead strategies, starting to run paid social media ads, or would like to have your content marketing done for you, Phoebe can train you and your team, guiding you through the process of putting together an attractive marketing message. Start building your online marketing funnel today so you can thrive and shine online. And then the quote, when we combine being heart-centered and purpose-driven with the right message, and the right, sorry, with the right strategy, that's when we overcome challenges and begin, uh, and begin to rise up and thrive and shine. Phoebe Lay has, uh, also has social enterprise match sisters uh, who donates to anti-human trafficking organizations as well. Phoebe. I already, well, I knew this before, before I read out the bio. Uh, I knew this uh, even before we considered bringing you on the podcast that you will be an incredible guest. Um, thanks for being with us. Welcome to the show, Phoebe. Thank you so much, Jake. And thank you for that introduction as well. It, I know it can be a bit of a lengthy bio, even as you as you read it. I was like, oh, that was quite lengthy. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's, there's, a, hey, there's a lot to get in there. And that's that's uh, it, you know, we got to do it. It's great. It's great. And certainly, straight away, I know that when people are listening, they will immediately think, ah, this is an episode I need to be listening to. Um, to give a bit of context as well, Phoebe, just before we dive in, uh, probably one in in the top five episodes that we've ever done um, was an interview with a, a LinkedIn expert, 
And I know that there's a lot of crossover that people have between Instagram and LinkedIn. Of course, Facebook, you do as well. So I know that this is going to give a lot of value to people that are, that are listening today. Um, so let, let's, let's dive in. I, I want to really dive straight in there and let's just get straight to it because this is where your focus is right now, um, looking at branding and, and, and building brands and such. So for you, Phoebe, what do you find is, is, is the main difference between a personal brand and a business brand? Yeah, great question. And I'm, I'm so excited to dive in as well. This is, this is one of the things that a lot of people uh, have been thinking about for as of late because right now you're, we are seeing that business owners, especially if you look at very influential business owners like, you know, giant, I'm, I'm looking like massive brands like, you know, Apple, you know, Tesla, uh, Virgin, it's the founder of the brand that makes it remarkably stand out. And if you look into it even deeper, you'll see that usually the founder, the personal brand, so, for example, people like Gary Vee, they're the ones that have the giant following. So if you're looking on social media and you look at Gary Vee and his following as opposed to his business brand, most people don't even know the name of his business, but yeah. they know him by name. And so that's the power of personal branding. And that's one of the things that makes it very different to the so branding yourself is much more powerful than, you know, branding a business. And it's, it's obviously they're, they're two separate things. And uh, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs tend to start with their business brand and forget that, it's their own brand, their own personal branding uh, that's actually the most important thing because say, for example, you're a photographer and, you know, five years down the track, you realise that you actually want to become a graphic designer and you're more into, you know, editing and graphic design or, you know, you just want to change your business just because, you know, it's just, a, it's just time. Having a very well-known personal brand or having built your own personal brand is going to mean that you pivoting or starting your own an, a different business is going to be a much easier process because people already know you. They already know you by your face, by your name. And so when you introduce a new business, uh, it becomes a lot easier. And, you know, same goes with, you know, if, uh, if you're, um, you know, even if you've developed a physical product or a software, you know, might be a digital product, um, you know, it's usually the founder of the business that is the most passionate about it. So people will most likely trust you because they know, like, and trust you as opposed to um, trusting a brand. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I love that. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. <laughs> you, you're definitely preaching to the converted because I'm, I'm a huge fan. <laughs> Of building the personal brand and such. So, how um, there's oh, there's two ways I could go here. Um, and do you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna push you a bit more then. So, when when you're sure. when you're working with clients, then what kind of process do you talk them through? Without obviously giving all or everything away, and I'm, I'm sure we don't have enough enough time to for you to really do a deep dive. But what kind of process do you take people through as you're helping them build and structure their their, their personal brand and helping them, you know? get themselves out there yeah well so you see when it comes to building a personal brand or just helping someone with their marketing funnel in general every single client comes in at a different stage 
And uh, three years ago, I developed the Thrive and Shine uh, Attention Authority Framework, which is basically a seven-step framework that allows them to uh, create not only their own brand or personal brand and, and stand out and generate leads, but it also allows them to do it in a very structured way. So in my marketing framework, uh, the attention authority framework, I usually take them through step one. If they come in brand new, you know, they're, uh, you know, they're, they're a startup, a brand new business owner. So I, in that, in that first stage, I'll always allow time for us to work on identifying who their ideal customers are because if you don't know who your ideal customer is you're really marketing to everyone which is the same as marketing to no one and that that's obviously a well-known quote that a lot of people have heard before but you know when you market to everyone you're diluting your message and you're also diluting your product and that that actually means that people that um, you know, should resonate with your message might not resonate with it because you've diluted it to fit in with everybody. Yeah. So uh, identifying who the avatar is is always the first step. And that. then it would be, yeah, and, and it's so important as well, as yeah. you know, Jake, like, you know, you're, you're a, an, you know, an Instagram uh, expert, but if you were a social media expert that did everything, people wouldn't know, you know, what, what your, you know, you know, what your niche is. And which actually brings me to my second step, which is identifying your unique selling proposition. Because I like to make sure as well that my clients, not only do they know who their ideal customers are, but they've got a niche that really makes them stand out and become the authority in what they do. And so when you're the authority like yourself, Jake, being the authority in Instagram, I, you know, as a someone that will refer business to other business owners, as an example, I'll always send clients to people that are experts in their field so that I know that, okay, when I'm sending my client to a, you know, a personal branding photographer, I'll always send it to a particular person. When, when my clients need a videographer for a product, I'll always send them to someone else. So having a niche is really important. And so that, that would be my second step. Yeah. Uh, in the third stage, it's about building brand awareness. So that's when I'm starting to look at the content that they're putting out there on social media and how, what kind of message that they, what kind of message they want to generate and put out there. And module four is the attraction module. So that's when I work on helping them create their lead magnet and identifying you know the title of their lead magnet what's the hook going to be is it an ebook is it an e-guide is it a webinar series and uh you know is it going to be free or you know there are i recently had a client that said to me that she didn't want to have a free lead magnet she wanted to sell it for 4.95 because there is just so much out there at the moment so much free content that yes. most people are downloading lead magnets without actually opening them up Oh yeah. So yeah, and and it you know it ends up you end up flooding your inbox with all these follow up emails as well. But uh, you know most people don't actually read them because you know they got the thing for free and it was you know so there wasn't much investment in the beginning. So in that module, I help people work out what's their marketing funnel and marketing strategy going to be and how they're going to price their upsell or, you know, is a lead magnet going to be a free thing or a paid thing? And is it better to be a video series or 
free ebook as an example. So that's the that's the fourth module. And um, in module five, it's about creating that consistency with their content and um, and you know what what are the call to actions going to be, headlines for posts, things like that. So really helping them deep dive with their content and um, creating that content calendar that makes it very consistent and very structured. And finally, in module six, it's uh, helping them with sales, so converting prospects into clients. Uh, so that that involves, you know, building their lead magnets, uh, sorry, building their landing pages, I mean, and, uh, and, you know, the upsell pages. And in that final module, module seven, it's about their automations and their nurture sequences, which is all about, you know, emails, CRMs, and yeah, all that fun stuff that most people are aware they have, but don't necessarily have it in place. Yeah, perfect. Uh, that is, that is perfectly logical. I mean, I, 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 <laughs> I say that as if I'm surprised. Of course, I'm not. But but just listen, and I'm actually typing notes because I'm going to put these in the show <laughs> later. But that is, it's just perfectly logical that that's exactly where you'd start. You, you, you and and I, and the reason that I say that is I I speak to as I'm sure you do as well. I speak to many people who are trying to focus on the the product first, so they're trying to get it exactly right. You know, the, their course right and and such, and they don't have any kind of presence on social media and now 2021 especially after 18 months of pandemic and and you know ongoing um social media has been the main way that people communicate and and so focusing bringing your 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 audience and people that you're working with to work firstly on identifying who their client is then building that awareness online um primarily to, yeah it just totally makes sense and it's it's highly logical um so for, for well, a couple of questions. Is there a particular area that you, um, and I've kind of got an idea about what this is, but what do you feel is your real strength, as in you you personally? A uh, bit of a chance to, I guess, big yourself up, but what, what do you feel is your real strength when you're working with clients and also with, with your community as well? Yeah. Well, one thing that I... I, I actually think that's a really hard question. I'd I'd be curious to hear what you yeah. what you think the answer is, Jake. Yeah, well, I, I, um, would you like me to? Would you like to start, or I, I mean, I could, let me share mine, uh, and, then, and then you can you can. Okay. Tell me yeah. Sure. <laughs> for me. Sure. That'll that'll help. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, for me, for me, the the I think your biggest. I mean, the, of course, there's many, but your biggest strength particularly from what i see on social media and, and anybody that's listening uh if you haven't already guessed then phoebe's phoebe's in, based in australia um so we've never we've never met in person but i constantly see your content your posts your um uh, uh, conversations with your community online and across every channel and that i think is, is your strength is your consistency because you are um, of course, you know, some of it will be automated and such, but I know that you literally show up every day for people that you're working with and to continue to build your brand online. So for me, consistency, I think, is one of your your greatest strengths. And, um, and I, I put a lot of emphasis on that because the major thing that we talk about with clients is how they can build that consistency, because that seems to be the thing that, that, that a lot of people fall down in. So for me, I think I think but hopefully that's a compliment but it's it, it's definitely the consistency and seeing your content all day every day which builds the brand it accelerates that no like and trust and it means that people are far more likely to take action because they're seeing you consistently does that does that make sense yeah 
<laughs> I'm very, very glad that you said that <laughs> because in my opinion, I still think, ah, oh, I, I, so a little bit about me on a personal level, I have a, um, a very, I guess I, I always grew up having very high standards and I think it might be because I have a tiger mom. <laughs> I'm actually writing a book about it right now. <laughs> and, um, and, and, to, and, you know, in my last book, I, um, you know, when I co-authored um, Redefining Business Success, I actually talk about how important it is to not only have consistency with, um, you know, with social media, which even though, you know, uh, and it's great that you share that because sometimes I, even I still think, oh, you know, I, um, you know, maybe uh, I could be even more regular on, on Instagram and things like that. But when you're across three different platforms, because I, I specifically chose Facebook, Instagram and LinkedIn because that's where I know my audience is. And five years ago when I started in um, social media marketing coaching it was Facebook I was the um, expert just in Facebook and I you know I, I believe you definitely have to nail one platform before you branch out and and start playing with the rest but I secretly loved Instagram because I used to be a photographer and that's you know I'm a creative as well so I think Instagram is something that I really enjoy and I'm passionate about Whereas Facebook and LinkedIn are places that I know my target audience lies, especially LinkedIn in the last couple of years. So I'm very, um, you know, I guess I'm very mindful of the fact that if I don't show up regularly, then, you know, out of sight, out of mind. And that is one of the most important things in 2021 to be aware of. It's that Social media is a their platforms for us not only to showcase our work or our services, but it's a place for us to give value, and we have to be giving value regularly. Otherwise, we're just putting out noise, and people switch off from that, and they eventually unsubscribe. So, thank you, Jake, because sometimes I do, you know, take three or four days off. Like I remember, even just recently, I had four days between posts on Instagram, and I went. Oh, Am I being inconsistent? But I'd rather be put, putting out valuable content and maybe spreading them out between two to three days apart as opposed to showing up five, six times a day or daily but not giving value. And so I guess, yeah, I guess that would be my strength now that now that you mention it. That, that's <laughs> definitely helping me answer the question. Although I was probably going to say the creative front is my strength because that's what I love doing. And, yeah. and I guess that's why I, I, you know, see social media as fun and I, um, you know, and I try to help my clients see it and, and have fun with it as well. Because if you, if you don't have fun, you're not going to keep, be able to keep up the momentum and keep doing it over the years. But if you see it as something fun and you develop a strategy and you just de develop a rhythm, then you can start to, you know, get creative and continue that momentum. Absolutely, absolutely. And and to be to be fair, you know, everything, all the graphics that come out, the images that come out, the the, the branding, even you know, the branding on the emails and such is is just it's just you know absolutely spot on um, with with the Thrive and Shine um, company that you've got. So let, let, let's let's go there if we can. So 
Um, oh, it may even be before that, but you mentioned you, you, you got started with Facebook sort of five, five years or so ago. What, what were you doing prior to that? What, what did the transition look like? Have you always been, you mentioned about photography and such. So how did you move into the, the online world? Yeah, great, great question. So believe it or not, when, when people ask me what my background was, I didn't come from a typical like marketing or a business background. In fact, when I went to university in, um, gosh, you know, in my, in my 20s, I used to be a radiographer. So oh. I actually had, yeah, I actually um, have a degree in medical imaging, not <laughs> photography or, you know, um, graphics or anything like that. But I always struggled uh, and I remember, uh, you know, in my 20s when I was trying to figure out who I really was, I struggled with a lot of pressure and most of it was pressure I'd put on myself but it also came from, you know, the, the family culture and dynamic that I come from with, you know, a Chinese her heritage and, uh, you know, a tiger mum, which I'm going to write about in my book. Uh, but, you know, there was a lot of expectation and, I used to think that I had to, I guess, you know, uh, have a certain career and, and, you know, do certain things with my life. But when I started to really, you know, I guess soul, soul search, they call it, uh, and when I started to travel and a lot of my travel was in Europe because I've, you know, I've just got this fondness for Europe. So, Jake, I think you come from one of the best parts of the world. And, uh, and I, you know, I, I, I loved um, all the travel that I did. But in that time, I developed a, um, a knack for photography. And I, I remember purchasing my first DSLR when I came back from living from a stint in Brighton in the UK. Oh, and yeah, um, yeah and I, I was working at um, the hospital in Brighton back then. And I joined the Brighton Camera Club. And so when I came back to Australia, I actually uh, joined the Melbourne Camera Club. And from there, that actually led to me then uh, studying um, and doing a six-month um, certificate for in photo imaging. And, uh, and so that was when I dipped my toes into business the first time. Right. So um, six months later, I was like, gosh, business is hard. I, you know, that that was my first ever double in business. I had no idea about charging, no idea about how I would even package myself. So I very quickly went back into my comfort zone and, and was just, you know, working as a radiographer again six months later. But I still had that desire to start my own business. And uh, when I, Jake, when I first moved to the UK, I remember my parents saying to me, don't go to the UK because you'll get human trafficked. And they had actually watched this movie called Taken and Taken 1 yeah. and Taken 2 yeah. and said, if you don't, you know, if you go, you might end up being taken. And so I've, I, long story short, I started to um, look into the stats of human trafficking and realised that every 30 seconds someone becomes a victim of modern-day slavery and only 1% ever get rescued. Wow. So that that was actually the reason why I uh, left radiography in the end and started my first business, Matcha Sisters, which is a social enterprise that gives back to anti-human trafficking organisations. Yeah. And it was that which led me to then become a, a, a 
you know, eventually a social media coach and a Facebook marketer because I, I really wanted to, you know, learn how I could build a brand that was impactful and also, uh, you know, I, I then very soon discovered that my strength is in coaching and also in branding and marketing and, and creative and design and that was what then led me to eventually um, find what I really wanted to do with my life, which was marketing and uh, I niched into Facebook marketing. I love it. I love it. That's that, well, thank you, Percy, for putting that so so concisely. When I'm sure it was it was quite a journey to um, to, to get to where you are. And I, I I think we may have talked about it before, but um, yeah, hilarious that you that you were all the way down in, in Brighton um as as part of the camera club I love that um I'm sure that the, the, it was so <laughs> sorry it was such a it was such a new world Jake and yeah. I remember because when you're living on the other side of the world you don't you don't have that many friends so you end up discovering your hobbies and it was it was so great because if I if I didn't do that I would have never done photography and all of this never would have happened so yeah, yeah. I do you know I I totally get that the the reason that I started online. I think we've talked about this previously, but the reason I started online was because I, I left teaching and I left teaching and moved to Australia, other side of the world, um, spent a bit of time working in different jobs. And then uh, as I was leaving, um, a trip to, to Fiji and I literally bumped into a guy on the beach who was a social media marketer and he was teaching people how to build their brand on Twitter, um, which at the time, you know, was, was, was you know, huge. Um, still is, of course, but but not quite so much. Um, and started working with him based on on the back of that. But that came from a trip to the other side of the world. So I I, I can definitely resonate with that. But I love I love how that that kind of um, took took that those steps forward, uh, and has obviously brought you where you are now. The, I'd, I'd like to, if, if we may, it's slightly uh, obviously not aside from the social media side, but the 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 human trafficking element. It's, it's Almost at that. I'm kind of smiling as your parents said about, you know, traffic uh, <laughs> taken and taken to and such. But you're absolutely right. You know, there's, there's a very, very, uh, very serious um, sort of message under that. And you mentioned one person gets taken every 30 seconds, which is just remarkable. What um, is that something that, you, that you're still I know it's in your in your, in your bio and such we read at the start. Is that something that you still contribute to it how do you how do you feel that that um what kind of steps are you taking or have you taken or the support the network that you've built to be able to raise awareness with that further yeah well it's it's something that is still ultimately uh one of the driving forces of why i've built my online community and and my online presence because the, when when I do get the opportunity, uh, I do, you know, I, I I speak about it because I think if we don't have something greater that we're contributing towards, uh, you know, when when things get tough in business, it's very easy to just fall off and go, oh, I'm, you know, I'm not. And and a lot of small business owners don't last. In the first, they say there's a very small percentage that of business owners that, um, you know, get past the first five years of business. And one of the reasons is because there's just not a lot of, I guess, um, help or structure. And, um, you know, it's not like you can get a university in business and then know how to run one. Yeah. So 
um, when at any opportunity that I can, I, you know, I do like to share about it and talk about it and I'm uh, incorporating it into um, this new, my next book as well. Uh, but I, I do write a little bit about it in my, uh, in my chapter of redefining business success the first book that I co-authored and also um, you know when I get to speak on stage it's one of the it's one of the best ways to be able to share in front of an audience uh, you know your message or the cause that you stand for because when you have a stage you know it's it's a chance to show your credibility and your authority so I you know I always like to recommend to my community and and my clients that if ever they you know get the one of the benefits of building your own personal brand is that it allows you to share about things that are important to you so when you do get to speak on stage or run uh you know like as an example last year on on my birthday I was had a lockdown birthday as you know Jake it was you know Melbourne Melbourne had I think uh it was a second lockdown but it was the longest one it was uh, a number of months that we were uh, in our five-kilometre bubble or, you know, we had to stick in our five, six to our five-kilometre radius. And none of my friends, I couldn't see any of my friends for my birthday. So I actually ran an online Zoom event and to raise uh, money for human trafficking. And I, typical, you know, uh, last-minute, you know, just, what am I going to do for my birthday? Oh, let's just run an online event. So yeah. it was very last minute, but, <laughs> but over, over $2,000 was raised in 24 hours or less. And yeah, and that was, and it reminds me of the power of social media and it really inspires me to, you know, continue doing what I do because I know that, when you have an online community and when you are able to uh, share your message with the people that actively follow you and people that know, like, and trust you, you can create a lot of impact. And so one of the things that I want to encourage the listeners and, and the people that are hearing this podcast is that if you have a message to share or you have a cause that you want to fight for that you want to advocate for it's really really important that you use your platforms and you use your voice to share about it because this is your opportunity to go out and and put that forward to the world to people that you can reach very very quickly in a very short amount of time and that's the power of the internet and I'm very thankful that, you know, we live in a time where we can freely do that and freely, you know, share our, uh, you know, freedom of speech and for, you know, with social media, it can, it can really blast out in really quickly and, um, and take off. Yeah. I love that. I love that. That that's, um, you, you are, you, you perfectly described the, the influence podcast like totally you know the importance of building an audience and and with that response it sounds a little bit cliche but with that responsibility and uh, that platform you know but that um you do have the chance to then share things that are important to you and um you know people can use social media for good or bad and they do but but having that power where you can um where, where you can literally use your platform, use that audience, use that voice. And the bigger it, the bigger the audience, the bigger the, the voice, the bigger the impact you can have, the bigger the influence you can have. 
to to share your message and, and get that out there. And I fully back as well, Phoebe, you said having a bigger purpose, a higher purpose, a bigger reason than just, you know, I'm doing this for business or I'm in this for, for the finances or whatever that might be. Um, having that bigger reason why drives you on in the in the good times, of course, but in the tough times as well. Um, so yeah, so yeah, perfect. Thank you for that. So from from where we are now, and let's go back to the birthday because I, I want to talk about <laughs> sure. that. that that again is is that for me just shows a totally different mindset. And um, that you know, there, there's I guess there's so many different ways that you, people could approach this. And lockdown will probably have hit let's say around the world at different times, maybe six, eight, nine months of the year. So there will be a lot of people that have their birthday in a lockdown. And many people may have thought, you know, you know, you know poor me, woe is me, you know, my birthday, I can't see friends, you know, and, and kind of really gone inwards and, you know, this isn't fair, look what's happening to me and such. But you totally flip that around. And for me, that's a huge mindset, uh, strength, strength of, of mind, where you just said, no, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, take ownership of that how did like, I, I know i'm getting into the fine detail here but how did that actually happen how did, how did you decide yeah i'm going to do it how did you kind of promote it let's let's talk about that if we can yeah sure um, look it was it was definitely very very rewarding and for anyone that uh is having their birthday coming up and, and they're going to be in lockdown it's a really it's a very doable, achievable and rewarding thing, way to celebrate your birthday because so what I basically did was I reached out to another very influential person in business and um, and I knew that he had his community and I think when you have your own community, that's great, but when you can combine communities, that makes it double the power and double the strength and, and also twice as um, quickly for you to reach as many people as possible. So I reached out to another business owner and I basically said to him, you know, are you ha- able to, are you happy to co-host an event with me? And of course he was delighted and, and he said, yeah. yes, you know, he's got, um, he's got his own cause and, um, and, he, and, you know, his cause is very different to mine, but when it comes to, uh, you know, collaborating, I think that, um, you know, having people around you that can uh, allow you to, you know, get the message out further is really important. So basically what we did was overnight we um, we designed the, um, the graphics on Canva. You know, nothing fancy. wasn't even Photoshop. Yeah. I must admit most of my Photoshop skills I've forgotten because <laughs> I, I outsource that now. <laughs> but, um, I mean, I can do the basics obviously. But, you know, we just, we just got our team to, um, you know, get the graphics designed and, um, you know, it was it was – you know, I, I tweaked it on Canva and things like that. Um, when we both were happy with the designs, we we just sent it out to our community. So we shared it uh, to our own Facebook groups and we shared it amongst many different Facebook groups. But we also DM'd people as well and just said, hey, you know, um, we're running this event. It's, it's for um, we're giving back to victims of human trafficking that have been rescued uh, to help them restore their lives back to wellness. Would you come along? You know, it's a, and we, we specifically did it on a weekend because we wanted to allow people to come and, and feel like they're part of an event 
on a Saturday. So we actually ran it at at like, I think it was something like 3 p.m. on a Saturday afternoon. And quite a number of people showed up. And uh, we basically found an artist that had... And, and Jake, you might have you might have even come across this. He, we we found this artist that uh, had designed this giant billboard and and this design of this um, nurse, this frontline worker okay. with angel wings at the back, and okay. it became this image that um, was painted by another uh, by another artist that became this giant billboard in the US. I can't remember which city. I think it was. Uh, may have been New York in fact but this billboard became really well known this piece of art so we actually got this artist uh, to donate um, a number of puzzle pieces um, with this design on it uh, to us and and we just auctioned it so that um, so the event uh, we we had five people that bidded and so we just said you know what we've we've actually got more than one set of this so you can all win the puzzle and, you know, the top five highest bidders um, paid their highest bid and um, they got the puzzles and we gave the money to, you know, anti-human trafficking organisations. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, obviously, um, you know, the Facebook, uh, Facebook always has this uh, birthday fundraiser option where, you know, when it's your birthday, you can choose a charity and people can just donate to that charity for your birthday. So I, I had that alongside um, the auction um, and, you know, within 24 hours, over 2000 Australian dollars were raised and um, we just divided it amongst um, a couple of different charities because um, I, you know, I'm an advocate for Hagar Australia, which is uh, a charity that allows for victims that have been rescued to have their lives restored back to wholeness via like counseling and um, you know legal help and um, you know all different types of assistance but I also there's also another charity called abolition and they were actually helping uh, uh, break the chains of human trafficking uh, in the front lines so there were two charities that, that I had my mind on um, and thankfully enough, this event allowed me to contribute to both. I love it. I love it. It it just just um, thank you for sharing that because it it, it just gives for anybody listening. I, I include myself in that, but it gives a real deeper insight into the your kind of underlying drive drivers and motives and such. But it also gives a a real nice um, uh, understanding of the type of network the type of relationships that you've built around you um who ultimately are you kind of in this circle where everybody is supporting and helping and supporting and helping each other um and it feels like a real growth environment as well i hope that hope that makes sense um yeah absolutely yeah but it feels like it feels like the people that you're putting around you and you've built around you and you've got around you are supporting you in your in your mission ultimately um, and you know, it's so vital for people that want to succeed is, is surround themselves. Absolutely. Um, oh my goodness. I cannot, I cannot stress that the importance of that because in, I mean, I don't know about, I don't know about you, Jake, but in my first year of business, there was so much imposter syndrome going on because, <laughs> yeah. you know, and, and I had an, I, I started off with a radiography background because so I was like, 
how are people going to trust me? You know, I'm, I don't have a marketing background or, you know, but I, I leveraged what I did with Matcha Sisters and used that as my, you know, like that was always the thing that I think back to, like I, what, what I had allowed myself to build. It was very small. Like it wasn't, it wasn't like it, I was able to donate thousands of dollars through the social enterprise. It was definitely a small side hustle that allowed for something much greater to form. But it, it, I think it, it's really important to always think about who do you have around you that can help you believe in yourself and also uh, give you advice and, and just, you know, help spur each other on. And also reminding yourself for anyone that ever comes across self-doubt or imposter syndrome, reminding yourself of the things you have achieved and maybe even having a list of those things to look at so that whenever you have moments of doubt, you can look back and go, well, actually, I've done this, this and this, and I'm great at this, and these are my strengths. And they, that will allow you to then continue on on days where it gets tough. And, it, and it will, there will always be days where it gets tough. But having people around you and, and also having your past successes as a reminder is a great way to help you, to help anyone uh, continue with that momentum. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I love it. What, what, um, what, what, what does this look like? If you kind of fast forward a year from now, three years, five years from now, what kind of, what do you want this business to look like, and how, how, how do you want to be impacting people? Are you, are you, are you going to continue building the the presence you've got in in Sydney and, and Melbourne? Are you looking to take this more international? Are you going to be hopefully traveling again what 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 do you want this to look like uh well it's a good question and um and i luckily i have a i have i have a mind movie jake that i watch um before bed most nights and and it's always it's like a vision board um but it's like a, a playing movie with a you know, with like just images of how I want, um, you know, my life to be and my business really? to be and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's it's something that I uh, created based on the law of attraction principle because they say, you know, if you can see it and if you can feel it, you're more likely to, your RAS obviously focuses on that and then um, you're more likely to attract that and create that in your life. <clears throat> So in my mind movie, um, I, I, I see myself speaking on stage and, and having published my own book um, and, yes, definitely building my own personal brand. And, and I'd like to see that my agency as well, you know, with, for anyone that's in social media marketing or digital marketing, um, you know, having a, an agency is requires a lot of uh, systems and processes and um, for me you know I wasn't always naturally a systems and processes person I I was a you know I am a creative and I and I love you know doing things because I'm um, inspired or because I I'm excited about it as opposed to following you know a bunch of rules and processes and things like that so I guess in um, and long story short, you know, in, in the next five or 10 years, I'd like to see that my agency has, um, you know, grown and um, scaled with a, an even larger team. And um, for me to be able to then not, not be 
so much on the business or in the business, um, but be able to be doing running more webinars, running, you know, um, right, yeah, speaking on stages, running more webinars and, um, and running my own podcast, which has only just started and I'm excited to build that. Oh, brilliant. 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 Well, I, I love the, um, well, firstly, I mean, obviously I wish you every success with the podcast. Um, if there is anything I can support with, um, with that, then, then do let me know. Um, and, and uh, yeah, I would love to help out. This is, it's for, for me personally, it's been an incredible tool to chat, you know, with people like yourself, uh, we've, you mentioned the law of attraction. We've had two people from, from the secret who have, who have come onto the, the podcast in previous episodes. Um, and it's an incredible tool to, to connect and network with people. And of course, to, to reach a wider audience as well with your, your personal brand, as you've, as you've described. Um, so I, yeah, I get that fully and I'm, I'm very excited to hear that when it, when it launches. Um, this mind movie, I love it. Um, I, it's something I might, I might even have to steal to be honest, because I think that having that consistently, um, as you say, seeing that every night and such is just realigns you with where you want to get to longer term. Um, and I, I think that's great. This, this, this probably maybe leads us great, um, kind of a, a nice segue into the, the quick fire questions. Um, if I may, and then the uh, quick fire questions doesn't necessarily mean quick fire, uh, answers. Um, so, so there's no rush at all. Um, but let's, let's go with that. So you might, you might answer the same. It might be the same answer for this question. It might be slightly different, but, um, do you have a unusual morning routine or daily practice that kind of you use consistently that other people might find a little bit strange but something that you just couldn't live without would it be the mind movie or would it be something else mm. uh i love starting my morning with affirmations um one thing that i uh had a bad habit of doing was reaching my phone first thing in the morning because right. i used to i used to always first thing in the morning post on social media like a few years ago before what happened happened and 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 you you know what it, what I'm talking about in my book but um I turned that because I say when you have a bad habit you need to you can't break the bad habit by removing it you actually need to replace it with something so and naturally uh, you know the alarm was always on my phone and I didn't want like a normal you know one of those sit on the table alarms because I'd always hear the clicking so yeah. I still had the phone next to my bed you know on airplane mode but then you know it would um when it goes off I I just like to start my day by um playing affirmations because I know that as you're waking up you're still in theta mode and they say that's when that's when you're most likely able to program your reprogram your mind so I'll, I'll put on headphones and just play affirmations while I'm getting up and moving. And um, usually those affirmations are all I am affirmations. Okay. So if you go on YouTube and you type I am, there are so many of them. Like there are, you know, I am success affirmations or health affirmations or abundance affirmations. And I'll just play that. Um, and that's the first thing I like to do in the morning. I, I'm still trying to get into a rhythm where, and, you know, having just moved to Sydney, I'm reestablishing my morning um, routine, but I, I believe that it's it, the best morning routines incorporate meditation 
and or mindfulness um, and movement and exercise. So that's um, that's usually what my mornings look like. I like that. I like that. So so just just again for anybody listening, I, I, I can put links in as well. So it's it's literally just go to YouTube and type in "I am affirmations" and and those those videos will pop up, will they? Absolutely, yeah. So uh, if you if you go into um, YouTube and um, you type in, you know, I am, and then you might see successful affirmations or I am worthy affirmations or um, I, there's there's so many. Uh, it, it just depends on what, what people want to um, listen to. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant, brilliant. I will, uh, I will pop a link in the show notes for, for those. Um, in my mind, when you first described it, in my mind, it was you were listening to a recording of yourself. Like you, you'd say pre-recorded them or pre-written them and said them, and then you were listening to yourself back, um, which I, I, I guess, depending on how targeted you want them to be, could also work for people if, if they've got specific ones that they, that they like and that they use for themselves. Um, Absolutely, definitely. Yeah. Okay, perfect. So the so the, the affirmations in the morning, the importance, as you say, kind of removing the phone or or just just trying to get that habit out of there, um, replacing it with something something different. I, I fully agree. Um, yeah, totally agree. Yeah, there's nothing there's nothing worse than starting your day with social media. And I remember, um, you know, three four years ago that I I was never aware of that until I was you know, diving into um, things like Mel Robbins and, and realizing that when you start your day with social media, you're essentially on a subconscious level giving away your power because you're um, working from a reactive sense as opposed to a proactive sense. So um, if you can do that after you've done all your, you know, your morning ritual or had your breakfast and things like that, then then at least, um, you know, you gain back power for your day. So for me, I only go on social media to post. I, I rarely go on social media to scroll. And, um, and if I do, I'm very mindful of how much time I'm spending on there because it can turn into an hour very easily and, um, you know, or, or even more. Yeah, very, very important. I, w- I would probably argue, I mean, there may be people that would disagree, but I would probably argue that the, <clears throat> that the people who, use social media most effectively for their business um, and from a from a business perspective probably have the best degree of control over themselves and how they approach social media you know you you don't have to be addicted to social media to have a business on social media it's probably the opposite uh and and there needs to be a degree of being able to remove yourself being able to take a step back and and have a structure around how you use the platforms rather than them letting use you sorry rather than them using you and, and kind of running your day which which you you've you just said so uh, does that kind of make sense yeah yeah definitely i yeah. I, I totally agree <laughs> I and think- and it's not until you break out of that habit that you realize oh wow you know my day is so much more productive and you can think so much more clearly because you're not uh, you know, because if you get into the rhythm, especially as a marketer, if you get into the rhythm of posting and commenting and engaging and and all of that before you've even, you know, taken care of you, yeah. you become a slave to your work. And, um, you know, my my first chapter, um, my, the chapter of my book is actually called Slave to the Gram uh, because I used to feel like, 
you know, my day was just constant nonstop and in between uh, client calls or meetings or um, Zooms, I was always checking social media. But now I can, I can definitely say that it's, you know, it's transformed my life. And a lot of it has to do with, uh, you know, my, my small habits. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Um, who, Phoebe, who close or distant? So it could be someone that you've met. It could be someone that you, you know very well. It could be someone that you've never met, but you've, you know, seen them on TV or YouTube or read their books and such. They, they don't even necessarily have to be alive. Uh, but who close or distant has been the most influential person on your, um, you know, on your success and who you are today? I definitely think my tiger mom. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so one of the, one of the most, I guess, influential people in my life is my mother because um, growing up, you know, we came from a very humble background. And um, when my parents came to Australia, they came here with very, very little. But uh, in my in my teens, I actually started to see my mum uh, thrive in her own success as a beauty therapist and and eventually a, a business owner. And she was always an inspiration to me because of the the amount of focus and dedication she had towards building her own startup and I saw how difficult it was being a business owner and and even um you know just how much it aged her because of um you know the stresses of starting up her own business but now when I look at her she's thriving and she actually looks younger now than (laughs) she was uh, like 10 years ago I kid you not people who meet my mum say to me that they think she's my sister and um she I mean obviously she's in the beauty industry so she she has high value you know one of her highest values is her physical outward appearance and um you know and and anti-aging and and she she loves it she's very passionate about it um but uh you know her, her and I are very different but at the same time she we're very similar and you know you can't help but be like your parents even if you say you're not going to be but um you know she's inspired me so much in starting my own business um even though I never thought I was ever good enough to when I was growing up that I always had these I you know ideas that you had to be like Richard Branson or Ariana Huffington to do well in business but Um, you know you always start small and I think whether you're a small or a large business owner um, you know it's it's not about the size of your business but it's about where you're taking it your you know what you're doing with it and the message that you're um, spreading with it and 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 the benefits that it brings to other people yeah yeah I fully agree fully agree thank you for that Um, is there a particular is there a particular book you mentioned a couple of people you mentioned Mel Robbins, Ariana Huffington, obviously you've got your book as well. And the, the one that you've co-authored previously, is there a particular book that you just, that you recommend to people um, more than any other? And this might, as I said, maybe, well, maybe, maybe aside from yours, um, but something, something different. And it could be for them at a particular stage of business. It could be for them at a particular stage of life. It could be a particular stage of health or finances, or is there a particular book that you recommend to people um, more than others? 
Oh, wow. That's, that's a really hard question. <laughs> there is, I mean, I think I have, I think there's a, there's about five um, that have really influenced, uh, yeah, influenced my journey. Um, uh, but one, one of the, I guess, one of the first books that really helped me, um, I, you know, really helped me um, with my journey is a book by Deepak Chopra. Yeah. Uh, and, um, and, and this, um, I guess, um, this book allowed me to see business as not just, you know, not, not just um, about success or money, but it, it was about my growth. Um, and it's called the seven spiritual laws of success. Yes. So that's, that's one book that I definitely highly recommend. I haven't read it in years, so I'd be excited to um, hear, you know, what you think, Jake, when you, when you read it, but that was one book that really allowed me to um, kind of let go of, you know, control and let go of, um, you know, that, that hustle that uh, so many people think business is about and, and to, um, let it be a journey and let it be a, um, you know, a, a growth and evolution process. So, so that was one of the, yeah, what, that's one of the books that I, you know, highly recommend and um, was very influential in my journey. Um, and obviously Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Um, I, I think that's a classic that, you know, talks about the law of attraction and, um, you know, it's, it's very similar to, uh, you know, what, Abraham Hicks talks about or you know all these other law of attraction um teachers and it's it's something that even though it's very long and it's it's very old um I think those principles will never die and it's it's a very good book yeah I I perfectly read I both of those books um I can highly recommend I used to work with a uh, social media coach a few years ago uh we we coached together um, and he he listened to he had the audio audible version of the seven spiritual laws and he listened to that every day literally every day he wow yeah I mean that's dedication <laughs> it's um to, that is. <laughs> to, to give to put it into context it's for people listening it's I think it's the audio version it's about I think it's about an hour and 20 minutes something like that and maybe a bit a bit longer a bit shorter but about an hour and 20 minutes so um you know, on, on, on double speed, you might get it done in under an hour. Uh, but still, yeah, highly, yeah, fantastic, fantastic book. Um, and I will, I'll put the links in the show notes again for anybody that's listening. Um, thank you for that, uh, Phoebe. Again, very much appreciate both those recommendations. Um, final question. Uh, it's, uh, again, I'm conscious of time. I want to, want to be respectful of your time. So perfect time to, 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 to wrap up. Uh, I do ask this question to everybody. Uh, that comes on the podcast and um, so I'd love to know your thoughts as well uh, Phoebe the 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 title of the podcast or the, the podcast itself is called uh, influence I'd love to know what does the word influence mean to you mm. to me influence is about being able to share your passion and your wisdom and you know your message to others in a way where people can resonate with it and also uh you know not only resonate but also feel like they want to be um you know that they're excited about what you're sharing or they 
they want to then go down that path or, or you know, it, it's about helping able to, I guess, how do I put it? <laughs> being able to share a message in a way where it's infectious for others. And I think that's what influence is all about. Nice. I love that. I love that idea. Infectious. Yeah. I love that. Let's, 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 let's leave it there. I think that's perfect. For, <laughs> um, that's a perfect screen. I love that idea. It's, it's infectious. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to use that as well. Phoebe, thank you so much for coming on the, on the, the, the show. I genuinely appreciate it. Um, and I always, I, I mean, I always enjoy chatting because I always learn an awful lot so much from, from when we speak and I'm always re say re-inspired but it always just reminds me of the, the things that are possible uh you know why we why we kind of do what we do and um yeah very very exciting so thank you so much for, for coming on i do genuinely appreciate it um could i ask where can people find you if if you want to if people are listening and they want to connect with you i'm, I'm sure that they will where can people find you uh where's the best place for them to connect with you yeah uh, well, the best way for them to find me would be on Facebook and LinkedIn. And obviously, I've also got Instagram. Uh, yeah, so I, I think anyone that wants to connect can just um, come and join my Facebook group. I've got a Facebook group called Thrive and Shine in Business. Uh, so anyone's welcome to join and, uh, you know, or just send me a DM on yeah Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, Instagram. My Instagram handle is at Thrive and Shine Co. Perfect. Thank you. I am literally putting those two links in the show notes as well for everybody. So they will be there. Uh, if you if you listen to this episode and you want to connect with Phoebe, why wouldn't you? After what you've heard today, um, Facebook, um, uh, connect with Phoebe there. I'll put the link in the show notes and on Instagram as well. Uh, perfect. Thank you so much. Phoebe, just before we finish, is there anything that you'd like to, to leave us with or uh, say just before we, we wrap up today? Any final thoughts? Well, it was actually the quote that you shared in my bio. And um, so I, um, so you've already shared it, but just for anyone that wants to, I guess, go down the path of business or that is already in the path of business, um, it's just my famous quote, when we, when we combine being heart-centered and purpose-driven with the right strategy, that's when we can overcome challenges and begin to rise up and thrive and shine. Perfect. Thank you so much, Phoebe. I genuinely appreciate it. That is the, the perfect place to leave it. Uh, for everybody that's been listening, thank you all so much for being with us. Uh, I do trust that you've taken a lot from, from this episode and the interview with Phoebe. Uh, do connect with her on social media and we will see you all very, very soon. Thank you, Phoebe. Thank you so much, Jay. Thanks for having me on the show. A pleasure. Thanks, everybody. We will see you very, very soon. All the best. Take care. Bye-bye. Hi, friends. Jake here again. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. You can find links to anything that we've discussed, books, trainings, other podcasts, uh, anything currently that we're enjoying you will find those in the show notes or you'll find it somewhere in and around all the information that you usually find in a podcast. And a reminder that if you'd like to know more about what I do, if you want more of tools, resources, any recommendations, readings, uh, free training, products and such, then you can find all of that on the website jakeadamdavy.com. Equally, if you want to come over and say hello, Instagram is always the best place and the account is at jakeadamdavy. 
If you're enjoying this podcast, don't hesitate to leave us a review. Of course, the more stars, the better. And equally, sharing is caring. So if you've heard something or listened to something that you've enjoyed yourself and you think will be beneficial or useful to other people, please do pass that on. It will be very much appreciated. And as you know, when you get a recommendation from somebody that you trust, there really is nothing better. Thank you so much. And until next time, stay on mission, do something extraordinary for others, keep inspiring and keep growing your circle of influence. Goodbye.